0: Straight up Tennessee family, what's good? It's your boy Ruck in the building, man. It is Friday. We made it to another Friday. And boy, am I not excited for it to be Friday, which means the Tennessee Volunteers face off tomorrow, man, against the UConn Huskies. Listen, guys, it's not going to be a long show today. We're going to talk about keys to victory. We're going to talk about offensive and defensive playmakers of the game. And then we're going to hop into score predictions, man. It's just hard for me to get excited about this game. Nobody cares about what UConn brings to the table. Tennessee needs to go out and handle business tomorrow. Y'all know what it is, man. It's straight up Tennessee, baby. Welcome to the one more day of UConn week. Let's go. good everybody welcome to straight up tennessee today on this friday man it's the top of the show like comment subscribe hit that bell notification man right now so you guys never miss an episode look guys man we are climbing to 900 subscribers here on youtube go ahead like the video man comment it just helps with analytics share this thing man put it on your twitter put it on your facebook instagram uh every place that you can put this link do it it's gonna to continue to build the family. It's gonna to continue to build uh just what we're doing here at straight up Tennessee, man. And if you're listening today on Apple or Spotify, man, thank you so much. Keep tapping in with us, y'all. Keep tapping in with us on those platforms. Uh, rate it five stars, man, and let people know why they need to be listening to the boys at straight up Tennessee, man. I am, you know, I said in the intro, it's hard to get excited about this game. I am Excited because Tennessee gets another opportunity to stack game, right? They get another opportunity to stack another game on top of itself. And you give, you get, you're give getting an opportunity to see, can Joe Milton operate early, get off the football field, and potentially allow Nico Iamaliava to see a lot of football Saturday? I think that's what we're all wanting. You know, I've been talking to a lot of people, man, about Nico, a lot of people about next year and and all of these things. And everybody is so high on Nico Iamaliava. What worries me is that we are too high on a guy that we've never seen play. We've never seen this guy play at the collegiate level. We've never seen him play. But for some reason, we think he is the best player quarterback already in college football. And I have to just hit pause on that. I'm just not there yet. Do I think that he is going to be special? I mean, gosh, you don't get the number one ranking in the country for no reason, right? But at the same time, you don't ever want to put a lot of pressure on a kid that we honestly guys have never seen play at a high level, on the level he's playing right now. We don't know how Nico's going to pan out. We don't know if he's going to bring that same type of West Coast, Cali, environmental, like that that same mental to the SEC, man. It's different, y'all. It's different. But I think we can all still be in a posture of hoping and, you know, wanting that to happen. But I'm just, I'm pumping the brakes on it right now hitting the brakes on it because I just don't want to be disappointed like I was with Jared Garantano. He was the number of like two or three dual threat quarterback in his class. And everybody's like, man, this dude cold. And then we're all disappointed, man. And I just don't want the same thing. I just don't. Um, But I do hope that Saturday we see him a lot, man. I think that we will. And that all depends on this first team offense and what Joe Milton can do early. Can he continue to stack games for himself? That is the most important thing for this entire team: is stacking games and fin- figuring out what's going on on the defensive side of the football. Like that Kentucky game was was terrible. It made Devin Leary look like he had been eaten all year, and of course, he has his best game of the year on us. We got to figure that out. And then, obviously, can Joe Milton stack games? That is the thing. Can he keep doing it? He's done two games back-to-back. I need another one. And then we need that that Missouri game, y'all. Oh, my God. I can't wait for Missouri week. Next week, content is back to normal. Like, we'll be back Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It's a big week, guys. It's a big week, man. Like, (sighs) If Tennessee can get to Missouri and win, wow, man, keys to victory for Saturday. Um, I said it right then, but man, can the defense figure out what's going on, man? These last two weeks, second half specifically against Alabama, and then the entire game against Kentucky, you just struggled. You're not getting to the quarterback. Yep, we're being held. They ain't calling it. So let's be more, let's improvise. Let's be more creative with our blitzing. Let's be more uh, handsy. Let's go get them. Let's go get them. That's number one is can we get pressure on the quarterback and allow our defensive backs to have some relief? Because that's kind of what's been happening is we haven't been getting home as much as we were uh, pre-Bama. And we're seeing the defensive backs have to work harder and they're getting picked apart and picked on. So that needs to be fixed as soon as possible. Number two, I said it, Joe Milton. Can Joe Milton stack games, guys? Like, keys to victory? He he has to. And I understand it's UConn, it's homecoming, yada, yada, yada. But we need Joe Milton to stack games. We need Joe Milton to continue to pro- progress because he's – He's a game away from taking the top off of what has been a decent season, and it can turn into a really, 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 really good season for Joe Milton. I would say the last key to victory for me is get off the field, man. What I mean is, hey, score points in the red zone and get off the field. Get off the field on defense on the third downs. Like, hey, if it's third down, do not let them get it. Let's get off the field. Let's speed this game up and let's keep scoring and putting points on them so that these young guys can get some run. Because this, this and Vanderbilt are potentially their last two opportunities to play this year. Can can we do it? We can't have another Austin P. That, that that's the biggest thing. Don't come out like Austin P. And then let's see what happens. That is the key for me. It's like, don't come out like Austin P. And then let's just see what happens with these young guys getting in. I think that's something to be excited about. Um. You know, lastly, you know, thinking about the offensive and defensive playmakers of the game, I'm going a different route today. You know, on the defensive side of the ball, I'm actually going to go with Omar Norman Lott. Omar has been up and down this year. I think he's been injured some. I think he's been beat up a little. I think he, you know, he got that I guess it was that unsportsmanlike or targeting penalty or whatever it was early in the year. He couldn't play the first half of the Austin P game or something. We need Omar to just stay in there cuz he's 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 vicious. He he he's a guy like when I look at him I'm kind of scared. You know what I'm saying? Like I look at Omar and I'm like this, this dude kind of scary. Can can Omar just keep getting over the hump? Can he keep fighting? Can he keep pushing? Because man, he's he's going to the NFL in two years, and not even two years. Next year he's gone. But I need to see him continue to uh really just thrive and beast guys, like just absolutely bulldoze guys. Same for Tyler Barron and James Pierce. You know, we've been kind of held back the last couple of games with no holding calls and things like that. But how does that defensive line look? I think they have to be really vicious. Uh, tomorrow. And then obviously on the offensive side of the ball, man, I am going with Dante Thornton Jr. I think we saw a glimpse of Dante Thornton Jr. against Kentucky, a positive glimpse, a glimpse that made us all go, okay, okay. That is what we thought we were getting. We saw three catches for 63 yards, no score, but we saw explosive plays out of Dante Thornton. Can he do it again? He needs to be that playmaker, man. 6'5", 214, you, you run 24 almost miles an hour, bro. Come on, man. Keep balling out, my dog. Keep balling out. And you stack games, too. I like our opportunity if he keeps doing it. Um, Y'all, man, to, to, to wrap this up, I told y'all, man, this is a short one more day. Nobody cares about this UConn game. We just need to win. Flat, plain, simple. I've got the Vols winning this game. I don't think we get to 50, but I think we get close. I got us winning 49 to 10. We cover, and everybody gets to have fun tomorrow night throughout the rest of the day. I'm on Central Time, so this game will be over at 2 o'clock. I'll have the whole afternoon to chill out. You hear me? But I got the balls 49 to 10, so... Y'all, we'll be back on Sunday for the next day uh, talking a little bit about this game. But honestly, we're going to be talking about Missouri because this is a game. They got Georgia Saturday. Uh, The Missouri game is the game that we, if we win this game, we've got a shot, guys. We've got a shot. What must Tennessee do to win that game? Three guys. It's Brady Cook, Cody Schrader, and Luther Burden. Can you stop them? Can you pressure them? Can you make them uncomfortable? Can you just score points on them? It's simple, but is it? We'll talk about it on the next day, man. We love y'all. We appreciate you. Like, comment, subscribe. Hit the bell notification. Uh, Voss49, man. UConn 10. Let's go handle business tomorrow. On good old Rocky Top. Honoring Pat Summit with the the Summit Blue accessories. Ooh, crispy. We love y'all, man. We appreciate it. We'll see y'all on Sunday for the next day. Oh, oh,